0: Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Are you remodeling or building your dream home? We will chat about everything from the ceilings to the floors and everything in between. Any questions you might have can be emailed to me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. Today is March 26th, and Tony Couch from Sub-Zero Wolf stopped in, and we're going to do some chatting about appliances. Hey, Tony, thanks for stopping by. Oh,
1: thanks for having me.
0: Well, Sub-Zero Wolf is one of my favorite appliances, and I'm going to ask you a little bit about it. For those who don't really know anything about Sub-Zero or Wolf, why do they have Sub-Zero and Wolf together as one name.
1: Oh, great, great. You know, one of the things, obviously, it's a family-owned company, um, third-generation family-owned company that started with just the just Sub-Zero brand. And it was always rated as best in class in refrigeration and always has that name for reliability and longevity. Sub-Zeros are made to last 20-plus years. Well, there came a point where we needed to bring the cooking brands with it. Well, we couldn't really have a range named Sub-Zero because people would kind of wonder, well, what— Does cooking have to do with sub-zero temperatures? And so they actually purchased the uh, residential rights to Wolf. Uh, If you go to many restaurants out there today, there's still Wolf with the red knobs in commercial restaurants all throughout the country. But uh, you have that capability now to have best-in-class cooking with Wolf and then best-in-class refrigeration with sub-zero.
0: Boy, that's a good idea. So I always have to explain, no, it's a Wolf range, it's a sub-zero refrigerator, but I think people are getting it.
1: Yeah, I I think so. I think that the name recognition of Wolf has come a long way in its short, whether we at twelve or fourteen year history. So, I mean definitely uh, people understand the red knobs and what that means for quality and performance.
0: Now, by the way, people don't have to get the red knobs. They do have an option, right? Just in case, we should tell them.
1: Oh, you bet. I mean, the red knobs are our signature color, but definitely we know that red's not for everybody. So you can get black or stainless knobs whenever you get a range or a wall oven or, or a range top.
0: Okay. So I know that every year you introduce something new in the line or some product, and what is it for
1: 2018? Well, we're very excited about It's been a long time coming. Um, One of the great parts about Sub-Zero and Wolf is that we make sure that the products are perfect before we come out on the market. And so we're excited that this summer we'll be releasing our own brand of dishwasher. So we will actually be revolutionizing clean with the Cove dishwasher. It's made to last 20 years where, again, in the dishwasher world, that's unheard of. But they have built this dishwasher to be quiet, to get the dishes clean, to make sure they have best-in-class drying, and then it's going to last 20-plus years.
0: I don't know anything that lasts 20 years.
1: Well, you know, it's kind of fun. You know, when you, when you work for this company, many days we see customers coming in with a refrigerator on its last leg, and they say, yeah, we bought it 32 years ago, or we bought it in the 1970s, and we're just now replacing the refrigerator today. So uh, Sub Zero, through its three generations of ownership, has always said, if we make a quality product, we will always have great customers.
0: Well, I'm going to just say one thing about that because I haven't seen the dishwasher, but I hope that the racks last 20 years because I seem to go through racks more often than I would like to.
1: It's funny that you talked about the racks. The racks are completely robust, where they're about twice the thickness of any other rack I've ever seen in a dishwasher. And the feel when you're pulling the rack in and out of the dishwasher is just, it's the feel of quality. And you know that when you're purchasing that Cove dishwasher, that you're getting the best of the best.
0: Now, years ago, I do remember somebody introducing a wider dishwasher. Typically, dishwashers are 24-inch. So is this one 24
1: inches? Definitely 24 inches. We're not going 30. Definitely not going 30. You know, um, that was an experiment that obviously you see out there today. There's no 30-inch dishwashers out there. So the 24-inch dishwashers out there, this does have uh, one of the largest capacities as far as place settings go because of the way that they've done the racks and the adjustability in the racks, so you can fit more dishes.
0: Wow. I like that. And also, if you stay with the 24, it doesn't drive the designer crazy. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Anything else new?
1: Well, you know, the other thing that's kind of you you hear it popping up in a lot of places is this whole idea of connectivity, connecting your appliances to your smartphone or your mobile device or your iPad and things like that. And now Sub Zero Wolf is starting to release products that allow you the capability to monitor and to, uh, you know, even change temperatures or go on vacation mode on your refrigerator if you forgot to put it on before you left, you could go and save energy and do a lot of things from your smartphone. And obviously the future of it is, is that you're going to be able to monitor it for potential service issues. Or if there's a power outage, it's going to tell you. So if you've got, you know, thousands of dollars of wine in your wine unit, it can tell you immediately, Hey, your temperature's rising. You need to get somebody out to your house right now so that you can save your investment
0: or start drinking
1: or start drinking. But if you're on, if you're gone, hopefully then the housekeepers aren't going to start drinking. But
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Okay, so are we saying that if you're at the store and you want to start your oven before you get home, can you do that?
1: You can. There is a caveat to that in that before you leave that morning, you need to set the oven up so that you verify that nothing's in the oven because the last thing you want to oh, do. Oh, that's is,
0: true. Good idea. Yeah, you want
1: you want to make the last thing you want to do is be able to start your oven from afar without ever checking it. And let's say some you know somebody had put in some towels or some or, or dishcloths to oh, hide we- them. And then you didn't realize they were in there. Well,
0: I don't know about hiding dish towels, but there are people who use their ovens for storage. Correct. You know, you'll open up their oven, and there'll be ten baking pans. I don't know why they need ten, but <laughs> yeah, good idea. Because if they turn the oven on, they're going to be too hot to get out afterwards.
1: Exactly. So yeah, yeah. you have to you have to set it up before you leave. But then, yes, you can start the oven on your way home so that it's preheated and ready for you uh, when you get home. Or you can even you know if, if you're planning it correctly, you can put the food in that needs to be prepared, and then set it up. And then, like I said, on refrigeration, you can you know, put on speed ice. If, you're gonna, if you know you have company coming over, you can actually put it on speed ice from what's your phone. What's speed
0: ice? Wait, wait. What's speed ice?
1: That actually makes ice 50% faster. So if you know wow. you're going to have a party, you can start to fill that bucket quicker. so that you That's know, a good one for fun. Arizona. It no, is.
0: We never have uh, too much ice, right? That's correct. Especially in the summer. <laughs> Well, uh, now that we're talking about appliances and looking at your phone and being able to fill up your dishwasher with this great uh, unit, I think we have to talk about lighting. There's got to be great lighting in your kitchen, and that brings me to Premier Lighting. They have a lot of um, selections on LED bulbs, and if you haven't changed your light bulbs to LED, now's the time to migrate over to the new thing. It's a brighter light. You never have to change the bulb. Well, I shouldn't say never, but 25 years, well that's great for me. I don't have to change light bulbs for 25 years. I love it. So, if you have any questions about LED lighting, I think you should visit Premier Lighting. They also have a website. It's called shoppremier.com. You can go in there. You can make an appointment. You can ask questions. Call them. The girls over there would be so happy and willing to help you. They're great consultants. So, getting back to tony so what is and i have i've been uh, thinking about this what is the most popular refrigerator on the market i mean si- you know kind of like design wise
1: design wise well yes i mean uh- Obviously, there's two schools of thought in your kitchen, and obviously, when you when you have great lighting, like you just talked about, one of the more popular things is to actually integrate or take your refrigeration and make it seamlessly disappear into the kitchen.
0: Camouflage is a good way to go. When we say camouflage, we mean walk into the kitchen and don't have that refrigerator hitting you in the face. You just kind of, your friends have to wonder where it is.
1: Exactly. So generally, it's in cabinets that match the rest of the kitchen. Right. And, and it's seamless because you don't see any of the hinges or the horizontal lines in the refrigeration. So it really allows you to seamlessly make it, you know, completely disappear. Because, you know, a lot of times you're still going to have a stainless steel wall oven or a stainless steel range or things like that that are still going to be statement pieces in your kitchen. You don't necessarily need to have a 72-inch wide or a 54-inch wide refrigerator in stainless as well. Now, for those people that do like stainless steel and still want to keep that traditional look, you can definitely get stainless steel panels for our integrated refrigeration. But again, more people today are going to kind of integrate them with things that match their kitchen or some design style that really pops that's not stainless steel.
0: Great. So now that we're on refrigerators, I want to talk about that. You guys have one of the more extensive collections of refrigeration. Let's talk about the drawers, which I love.
1: You bet. I mean, the the drawers are a concept that really, I call it our anywhere refrigeration because we have people that put drawers in their master bedrooms. We have people that put drawers in in their offices. And then obviously we have people that will take and strategically place the drawers in the kitchen so that they can have a point of use for their produce because obviously most of the time when the drawers are used in a kitchen, it is for them to be able to have a place that's exclusively for their produce so that their produce lasts longer and that it's literally right within reach from the sink. So you're literally taking the produce out, rinsing it right next to it, and then being able to work on the countertop above it to prep prep your vegetables for meals and things like that. So
0: many times when I'm designing a kitchen, I will put refrigerator drawers in a place just to add another task center. So if you have, say, a prep sink and a bake center, you want to put drawers there. Now, can we put one drawer, or do we have to go with two?
1: It's a it's a two drawer system, and the reason why is you've got a compressor underneath there anyway, uh, and obviously the compressor and how it holds the temperature at plus or minus a half a degree one of the reasons why the vegetables last so long in a sub zero. So that compressor takes up a little bit of spot. So you'll notice when you take a double drawer, that bottom drawer is a little bit shallower to accommodate the compressor, and then the top drawer is a very tall um, that, and so for that point is what task oriented but then if you're doing a drawer set in a office or in an entertainment room there's nothing quite like refrigeration drawers to be able to hold Beer, soda, water, because it can hold up to 120 bottles and cans.
0: Yeah. Now we talked about camouflage, and I have seen, and not that I've had the pleasure of doing this, but in an office, you could make your refrigerator drawers look like file cabinets. So we're talking about uh, cabinet fronts um, integrated into your cabinet drawers, and so you've got that look of all drawers across your credenza, and some of them are refrigerator drawers. They can also in the in the kitchen. Not that. You have a limitation as to where to put freezer drawers, but we can do freezer drawers as well.
1: Correct. Yes, you, there's, there's some different combinations. You can go anywhere from a 24-inch all the way up to a 36-inch drawer, and there is combinations of refrigerator, all, all refrigerator, all freezer, or even in the 30 and 36, you can get the top drawer as a refrigerator and the bottom drawer as a freezer, giving you, you know, the flexibility of both.
0: Now, I do have to say, being a little um, petite, That my ideal kitchen would have refrigerator drawers and no tall refrigerators because I can't reach that top shelf. So can you imagine a nice kitchen with all drawers, whether it be uh, refrigerator drawers, storage drawers, freezer drawers, um, a microwave in a drawer? Yes, folks, we have that, too. So all drawers, I think that'd be great.
1: You know, and Nancy, we're actually seeing that a lot where you've got, whether it's up in mummy mountain or places with views, they're making the entire wall windows. So you have no access to tall cabinets for tall refrigeration. So they are, they're going to a, a low base to allow for, you know, complete openness in the kitchen without, you know, without that intrusion. So you you are seeing that happen more and more often.
0: Well, to tell you the truth, I've done that in the past. Uh, because there is a wall of windows, usually they will have some sort of wall that you can work with, but, you know, that's, you're limited. Yep. So the island is a big thing, and having your refrigerator drawers in the island, it's perfect. Perfect for me and everybody else that I design for. Okay, so let's visit the stainless steel question. Is it still popular?
1: It is. You know, I mean, it's still popular. There, There is some other colors out there that you're seeing in the marketplace, but by and large, you're either getting a lot of people doing wood paneling or stainless steel. You know, you have the black stainless out there. It does have a little bit of a following. But, you know, again, the the breadth of what's available in it is, is still very limited. And so people are still going with stainless because, you know, stainless is... Even though, you know, it, it can tend to have fingerprints and things like that, you know, it's, it's easily repairable if there's ever a scratch. You know, there's, there's different great companies throughout Phoenix that can come out and buff out a scratch. If you ever need one, ask Nancy, and, and I can get her the number. But
0: but know, wait, those people who repair, they're all over the world. They're all over the let's, world. Let's You're not right, limit I'm to Phoenix, Phoenix. unless right, you want to— all,
1: I don't know anybody outside of Phoenix, though. I but.
0: know, I know, but they're there. <laughs> they're they there.
1: But, you know, so stainless steel gives you that beautiful, clean look, you know, and allows you to, you know, allows for statement pieces when you want it.
0: Well, good. Um, So stainless, can you mix stainless? I'm noticing that copper is coming in. Can we mix stainless with copper?
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you, there's a lot of times where we will see people get a pounded copper hood, you know, so they'll get what's called a hood liner, which is something that you can create your own decorative front to it and do that in a copper pound, but still have the stainless steel uh, range. And then maybe even brass bezels or, or copper bezels or whatever. Well, let's stick with accent. two metals
0: in one kitchen. Let's there you not go We're yeah, no no, If we're going to do brass and brass is coming back. We'll do brass, but that's it. Otherwise, it'll look like a jewelry box. (laughs) So, Tony, well, I want to visit your personal life right now. You told me something exciting that's going on, so spill it.
1: You know, it's it's exciting. You know, working for Sub-Zero, we have a factory out in Goodyear, Arizona, right by the Luke Air Force Base. And so I got the privilege about a year ago to be nominated to be an honorary captain. And so I actually have the capability of doing fun things with the military. About three months ago, I got to go down to the airfields and watch the F-35s, you know, bomb targets and do different things. And uh, actually, next week, I get the opportunity to ride in a KC-135 on a refueling mission. So we're going to be up in the air and the jets are going to fly up next to us and we get to watch them refuel a jet in the air. So it's going to be a phenomenal experience and a fun experience.
0: Can we take pictures?
1: I can take pictures. Can so I watch?
0: And I can take pictures on the ground. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> well, way up there, It's going
1: to be way up there. But we'll, we'll, we'll have, uh, I'll definitely have pictures of the opportunity. And then there's just lots of fun things that as we partner with our support of Sub-Zero and Luke Air Force Base, um, it allows us that capability of being able to truly see what our military does for us and all that Luke affords uh, the security of our country.
0: Oh, and you know, I applaud that definitely. And you can also talk them into little refrigerators in their jet planes or whatever. <laughs> you know, just, just for so the water stays cold. That would be cool. So I want to I want to thank you for coming. And talking about Sub-Zero Wolf, we always have fun when you come by. I also want to thank everybody for listening and thank Premier Lighting for sponsoring this podcast. So if you guys have any questions out there, you can always email me, nancy at nancyhugo.com. If you want to go into the Sub-Zero Wolf website, Tony, what is it?
1: Um, www.subzero.com.
0: Great. And thank you all for listening and be back next week.